Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room. Featuring drunken Thai boxer Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master Zero. You've lost your boss. And now. You know, baby. Fists of fail. Today, we're on the theme of uh, a bunch of people trapped inside a building who are uh, waiting their impending doom uh, and death and despair. And they never, they don't know when they're going to be escaping. He's just kidding. We're actually talking about about that. We're also watching the raid today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's totally what we're doing. Uh, You know, out of all the doom and gloom that's happening right now, uh, I'm glad that we can finally talk about this. Uh, something that's happy something it's not it's not a happy movie no but it's it's by sure by far not a happy movie but it is an awesome movie and it kind of lifts my spirits up i don't know about you guys yeah i uh it's been a while since i've seen this actually Mm -hmm. and um i remember when i first saw it i enjoyed it but i i kind of forgot about it and so watching it again, I was just really surprised that I had those initial feelings because I really like this uh, this second time around watching it. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, what are we talking about? Marantau Part Three. I thought you said it. Already. Someone. So, so, do, do we? <laughs> Marantau no, look, Two. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. The the quarantine's starting to get get to me. All right. <laughs> My short-term memory is not what it used to be. <laughs> uh, yes, we were talking about The Raid. We're watching uh, today. We're watching Contagion. Another one of Gareth Evans. Well, Gareth Evans' second... Cont- oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're supposed to take the listeners away from the doom and gloom right Don't now. Don't you want to so see Gwyneth Paltrow die? Let's, let's stay, on, stay on point. So... Uh, oh, you yeah, mean yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um... So yeah, the the raid. <laughs> uh, anyways, the raid. Um, yeah, it, it's Gareth Evans and Eco Wise's second foray into the martial arts, uh, uh, um, uh, martial arts movie genre, and this completely makes Marantau obsolete, in my opinion. After, especially after watching Marantau last time with you, Zero. I, well, I I don't know if I would say it makes it obsolete. It's just you know it's the next step in their evolution of filmmaker and actor slash martial artist, and it's just it's just better. You know, I would oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say sure. like never watch Maranto, just watch this. But well, um, that, well, Maranto is far more boring. Um, it's, fun- it's far more safe. Yeah, it's funny in the. Um, and somehow it has a rape scene in it, which <laughs> I don't know. Right. Well, I was going to say, Anyways. if you watch the making of, uh, Gareth Evans actually uh, touches on that, how he was saying that in Marantau, they were intentionally trying to build the drama and build the character so that, you know, when the action happens later, uh, you know, you care about him and whatnot. But he he's like, uh, yeah, for this one, he just wanted to get right into it, make things very uh 
clear as possible for what the setup is and then just have all the action constantly constantly happening yeah uh, this movie's relentless mm-hmm. it, it really is uh yeah. the pacing in this movie is really really good that was that was something i noticed this time around like the pacing and the editing uh there were only like a few moments where i felt a lull but it but it made sense because you you can't have non-stop action all the time you need that kind of slow down sometimes to let the characters do their thing let let your eyes breathe from all the action so yeah the pacing on this was, was almost perfect especially when yeah, you watch it. that's true the pacing is is really good sorry especially when you watch it two and a half times the speed you know what's up <laughs> that's totally what you did right <laughs> that's a, that's not what maybe that's <laughs> what you're saying that's not what you're sure, sure. You better be better. Uh, well, well, okay, yeah. The pacing is, the pacing is, uh, all, you know, it's it's, it's not like it's frenetic, right? It, it's you know, it's very well uh, established in terms of like the the speed of the movie. Um, but it's like there's a constant intensity to the film that like never lets up. Yes, and that's what I like about this movie. Right, right. It's just, I mean, it's such a simple story, but the the script is really sharp in that. It sets up the stakes. You know how dire their situation is, and then you're just sitting back and waiting to see how they deal with it and if they can really get out of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I made that really bad joke in the beginning, but I mean, what is the story even? It's just very simple. It's uh, like let's take the concept like. Almost like the concept of what Die Hard established, which was, you know, like a bunch of people, uh, like, well, we had one cop in a, a in one building trying to take down a bunch of, you know, bad guys. But now we have, a, you know, a whole squad of uh, SWAT soldiers or whatever, or SWAT, uh, SWATs, and they all get taken down one by one. And it's just, uh, you know, in the end, it becomes like one versus many. Uh, I, I wouldn't say, well, I mean, yeah, you could kind of say one versus many because it's mainly Eco doing a lot of the fighting. But, uh, you know, there's some other guys uh, holding their own as well. It's it, it, it really is, when I, when I was watching this, I couldn't stop thinking how Gareth Evans made a martial arts movie and also like a war film. Like I was, oh, yeah, I, I was getting that feeling a lot because uh, a lot of the fighting was... While there was there, while there was martial arts in it, it was used very brutally. There was just a lot of intent to kill, a lot of intent to harm, and there is just this struggle to survive, and you feel that throughout the whole film. Yeah, that brutality that you just mentioned is heightened to like the nth degree in this movie. <laughs> it's so much more than than Marantau. Marantau definitely was more on the safer side compared to this. Like now we've now. Gareth Evans has established that trademark violence that he Indonesian films are kind of synonymous for now. Uh, because if you watch any any Indonesian martial arts films now, it's just nonstop gore and and you know like bloodshed and mayhem. Uh, it's weird know, because it works perfectly well for this because everyone is literally trying not to die, and so in order to take out their assailants, they have to literally kill them. It's not like yeah. a you know it's not like a normal martial arts movie where you're like oh I'm just gonna punch you and you're down. It's like no these people are trying to kill me. We have to kill them first, 
And so that's where you get a lot of these very brutal, brutal takedowns. And it works. It, it works perfectly well for this movie. But when I think about the other Indonesian films, like they don't have this same premise. They're just sometimes they're just fighting, but then they still have that gore. They still have that blood. And for me personally, there's there's a disconnect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even in the second one, uh, which I don't know if we should talk about this too extensively. Uh, there, there's like an ex- there's a reasoning or justification for having that level of violence for that second one because it's it's not. It takes place in a much more expansive uh, environment, but uh, for the amount of violence that's happening to the main character, you you, it's it's understandable why he needs to retaliate with the same level of like um, brutality against you know, his assailants as well. So like it's a great universe that Gareth Evans has like set up, um, but for better or for worse, you know he kind of paved the way for how Indonesian martial arts films are made from from like this point on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he really did set the path. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're doing their thing now. They, they've they uh, they've set themselves apart from the other martial arts films. Yeah, uh, but it, it's I think it's more like um, whatever Gareth Evans has with Eco Weiss is like a lightning in a bottle effect. Uh, I I have a new I have a respect for Eco, but I've noticed that when he's not paired with Gareth his projects aren't always the best ergo assassins oh god yeah uh i completely <laughs> agree with that and we've we touched on this in the um Morento episode i do not like who assassins i <laughs> i i want you to sit through it so you can know my pain <laughs> well i have all the time in the world now so i guess i can <laughs> you you really should but that's also the case yeah, or you know if it's not if it's not who assassins it's- it's also the case with um, well, a triple threat. Like he's not even like he's supposed to be the main character, but he's not yeah. at all. Um, like Scott Adkins is more of a main character, even though he's a yeah. freaking uh, antagonist. And, he's yeah, the guy. <laughs> he's the villain. <laughs> well, I think if anything in that movie, Tony Jaa really was the main character, but the driving story arc was Eco trying to get revenge for his right. wife. And that, yeah. that's a whole other thing that just, like, uh, gave me flashbacks. You know, like, this is the raid. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I, I think that drives our, the point across is that we have so so many movies uh, or directors and you know, all these productions that don't really know how to utilize eco correctly. Because I want, watching Marantau, you can see, like, a small hint of what eco is capable of, but not nearly as good as the raid portrays him. Like, he's... Mm-hmm. He is great on screen, like physicality to him. Um, he knows how to hit his choreography so well and make it look, you know, as violent as possible, um, which I absolutely love. Um, he makes C-Lot look like a very effective kind of martial art. Um, but that just might be, um, well, I mean, him and uh, Yayan were responsible for the choreography for this, these um, these films, right? So uh, they know how to make make C-Lot look as uh, as efficient as possible and that's one thing I, I, I like about that so like if you just you just need to have all these the stars aligned to make sure that eco looks good on screen so when we have all these productions out there that don't know how to use him use eco it, it's like such a waste of time <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i agree with that um 
Man, you you kind of ruined something for me though because you brought it up in the Marentau episode, and now I can't unsee it. Oh, the the, the no no basically, and anytime Eco is about to get into a fight before he's going to uh, throw a strike, he mm-hmm. does this circular motion with his left and right arm, oh, yeah. al- <laughs> almost like he's a losing balance, but he's not. It it. it I can't unsee it. Every every fight he he does it, and I'm just like, "What are you doing? What is that? What is that?" <laughs> he needs to reassess the situation. He needs to <laughs> feel out the room. Literally, <laughs> he's he's clearing out the air for COVID. It's like he farted, and he's just trying to like you know waft away the fumes so no one smells it. <laughs> fan it away. Fan it away. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I I fucking love this movie regardless um, of, of, of like all the nitpicking I can possibly do with this movie, um, because like it, again, it, it it is what 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 people say about like Ongbok, what like Ongbok did for Thai Thai films. I'd say that uh, like very easily the raid did for Indonesian films. Um, oh yeah, it, totally, totally agree with that. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, let, let's jump right into the the first fight scene, which doesn't happen for forty minutes. Technically, right? Uh, yeah. Well, so you, you, the interesting thing is, like, that's fine that the action doesn't happen. Well, well, the first fight doesn't happen for a while because they just build so much freaking tension uh, with the opening that. Y- y- the whole time like your eyes really are just locked on the screen like you're waiting to see these this group kind of like a SWAT team go into this building you're seeing them ascend you're seeing them slowly take out guards and then you can see how it all starts to fall apart and how uh the tide turns against them and they're all just slowly being decimated and it's a lot of action in the beginning too like there are hints of um, moves and, and kicks and punches being thrown in there, but it's mainly everybody using their weapons. And, that, and that's fine because it's, it's extremely action-oriented, and that's why I, I mentioned earlier it reminded me of a war film because it's just two sides constantly shooting at each other behind cover, things exploding, things like just coming at your face. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually we get into uh, like more hand to hand stuff because realistically everyone is kind of a- out of ammunition. Yeah, it doesn't feel like yeah, a martial yeah, arts. I movie was going to say the that the, the, the whole point was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's the first forty minutes is just to set up like, well, these people with guns are gonna just keep shooting at each other. Like, how how on earth can this turn into a? A fisticuffs movie. Well, well, we gotta establish that. We gotta make sure that the audience knows that they they tried using all their weapons, and now everyone's out of ammo. So now it becomes a fisticuffs movie. Yes, yes. I mean, they they did it right. You know, like it would have been weird if the whole time they're they're you know they're kind of doing John Wick where they're doing guns in between, like doing takedowns. Like it wouldn't have worked at all for this movie. Um, mm-hmm. But thankfully, yes, they use up all their ammunition, and now they just have to fight with whatever they have. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, well, I, I guess the first real 
instance of we get where we're actually do, doing some sort of like physicality is before the first technical fight scene. It's when they're locked inside this room, and you know people are shooting at them, you know, like trying to barge into the room as well, uh, where the cops are hiding. And Eco takes a, a hatchet, starts slashing at the floor yep. to try to uh, open up this hole in the uh, in the ground, and they burrow through. Well, they they go underneath the uh, the hole, and they get to the second level. And uh, yeah, this is like this great shot that you see you get here, where um, they uh, while they're on the top level, the camera gets passed down to the bottom level. Uh, yeah, that's that's really that. fun. Yeah, because they they literally had the cameraman you know put the camera into the hole and then somebody on the bottom like takes it and then continues the shot so it's yeah, yeah it's like you're right there with them yeah exactly and yeah there, a lot of this is um you know just like people bum rushing the main characters uh one one of them one of the mark you you would probably know this not lieutenant but someone uh who's underneath the level of lieutenant whoever uh joe taslim uh, played uh... the one who played um Oh, God, the names. You expect me to remember the names. <laughs> <laughs> well, I- Iko... Uh, well, no, not the ranks. ranks. I meant man. the actual um, character names. Iko's <laughs> oh, uh, superior. No, 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 no. But <laughs> uh, No, the one who Joe Taslim plays. Um, he ha- he doesn't have too much to do in the movie in terms of uh, choreography, but here we get a little highlight, like a little sh- small showcase yeah. of what he can do. Um, you know, like he he you know wrestles some guys to the ground, takes out his gun, shoots him in the face a couple times. Great, absolutely great. Yeah, very very short moment, um, and very brutal because the camera is right there as he pulls the gun out and literally starts unloading the clip into the guy's face. <laughs> but it's so short. Like there, I, I wouldn't call this scene a fight scene. It really is just like an action scene. Yeah. Yeah, when I was sure. looking back at it, the first fight actually is the hallway fight. Like it happens oh, yeah. that far into the movie. That's where all the martial arts starts to take place. Mm-hmm. Oh, you it, mean like it, you where they're all shooting that across two from each other? Uh, what do you mean by across? Like like when they're up no, on no, the, no, upper the first level fight and we're the saying is level? when they're in the hallway. Oh, oh, when they're still arresting people. Oh no, we were just talking about that one. Now we're talking. Uh, no, 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 no. We're, we're dude. We're way far further than that. We're like 50, forty minutes in now. We're talking about when. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. I don't know. All of it. All yeah, of it. You're a little behind. It, all of it's so uh, similar, especially in the beginning. To me, it's uh, it's a little bit confusing because it's just like you said. Well, let, let me help you out. So quick let and consistent. Let me help you out a little bit. So now we're at that point where uh, Iko is carrying on his brethren who got shot up, and um, you know he, he helps him out. Um, but also in the meantime, he uh, you know like like they're just getting ambushed by like a, a ton of people in, in the hallways. Uh, you know people with knives, right. with machetes and such. And you know this is the first real martial arts sequence here because you know Iko it's just Iko versus many. And there's no gunplay at all uh, during this whole fight sequence, uh, and it showcases what Eco can do. Like this, any sequence with Eco in this movie immediately like makes up for what you could see at Marantau. And not to say Marantau is bad, but you know it, it 
it's so much better than what you know what they showcased there yeah it's it's like i keep saying like it's the evolution of what they were trying to do in morenzao and i think it works here a lot because they have that setup where people are trying to kill them and the moves i would say the moves feel a little more simple because he's not doing the choreography he's doing it doesn't feel too complicated because he's taking out guys in maybe two or three kind of combinations because what he has to do is on like the final blow he has to kill them because they're literally they're literally trying to kill him first so a lot of times it's him doing a block him doing a couple maneuvers and then he has to do like a slice to the throat you know slice to the shoulder slice to the chest to completely incapacitate them because there's more people coming so i don't want to say the choreography is like simple in like a bad way i'm saying that like uh, his moves uh, are direct. Yeah, it, exactly. They're very direct and they're to the point. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. It, I, and the, I guess like the the fact that it's direct also adds to a level of violence too, because <laughs> uh, he'll do whatever it takes to incapacitate the the opponent, right? So, uh, you know, a lot of the violence and the gore that this movie is known for, it really is highlighted here. You know, like when. It's not even just to kill the guy. Like he'll he'll snap a guy's ankle, you know, like uh, make it make the person bleed out, stab him in the stab him in the thigh, and then drag that thing out. So like the <laughs> like you just see like the it's a huge seam of blood just like pouring down his leg. Um, yeah, okay. I, I I like the stuff he was doing here. Uh, this fight was interesting to me because he was using a combination of the po- the police baton. Mm-hmm. and uh just like a combat knife and mm-hmm. he was as he was fighting against the uh the bad guys who had machetes and one of the things i noticed which i thought was a really good tactical thing was he was constantly going for like limb uh like joints like the knees yep. to to really incapacitate or shock and then to deliver those those killing blows yeah yeah for sure for sure um yeah but it's it's so I keep saying brutal, but it's like grotesque in a way too. Um, and and um, yeah, one thing I love about the the raid movies is that there's a good application of both digital and practical blood effects um, because sometimes it is digital, right? You you can't avoid uh, the digital effects, you know, just because it's literally more um, efficient to do it that way. Yeah, but it's yeah. not distracting, you know. Uh, so I'm always against digital sometimes and i understand this is an indonesian film so they don't have the american budget and they don't have the american special effects that's fine Mm -hmm. um but i i wish they didn't have to do that because i could see you know the cgi but Mm -hmm. but yes it's completely forgivable i'm i am happy that they use practical effects uh when i was watching the the making of i didn't realize that they were using squibs to the amount that they did and they were also using um like things to blow hole, like actual holes in the doors or blow holes in the car, like to, to simulate gunfire. I was really happy about that. I think my gripe is that because I'm seeing a lot of other digital trickery, it's, it's taking away from yep. those practical effects sometimes. So I wish they didn't do it. I understand that they did, but yeah, it's, it's forgivable. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and, and speaking of like using blood squibs, you know, like it, there could be squibs or it could be a simple trick as in like, well, when, when uh eco's stabbing a guy in the you know in the chest with a knife you know, several times you see 
first of all, I, I should mention that everything in this movie is well composed when it comes to the action. Uh, the best way for me to describe the, the action is organized chaos, right? So, like, it, like there, there is shaky cam. It, like, the camera's always shaking. It, it's always moving back and forth. But it's not, it's not Hollywood shaky cam where it's like, let's move the camera around where you can't see anything. Like, the, the camera is moving, but it feels more like the person, a person who's actually in the fray, who's actually keeping his eye focused. Not a person who's, like running around with his head just all over the fucking place you know like right. he, that you know it, there feels like there's chaos going on but you're it's focused chaos yeah yeah they they didn't shoot handheld they did have a rig but the idea is the rig was still being controlled by the cameraman you can see them uh doing it but the idea is the cameraman is trying to follow the action so his you know his movements aren't perfect so it is creating that shaky effect but it's never distracting it it feels kind of like a documentary almost like there someone's literally there uh filming the fight yeah yeah and the, well that's that's adds another level to it so like because of, because of that that it adds that whole wartime effect that you're you're talking about before but also uh it's it's not distracting that you know they could you um, where you can actually see all the you know all the blood and all the you know the the choreography that's going on. So when you see uh, Eco's just stabbing away at this guy, like you see <laughs> you know, one second he has nothing on his on his shirt, and the next next moment you just see like all these blood you know like blood spots just like pooling on his shirt, indicating where the the the, the knife went in. Um, simple trick as in you know just put a little blood on you know put a little paint on the on the end of your knife uh, on your plastic knife and just you know catch a packet uh, tap him on the in the chest and it'll it'll create those effects. <laughs> but yeah, uh, or you could catch a packet or something like that. But uh, yeah, it, it's 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 great because you you get to see these things and it's it, it's you know it. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's. Is it a lot for me to ask to be able to see what's happening on screen? I don't know. I feel like that's a major complaint when it comes to action films. Yeah, it is a lot to ask <laughs> <laughs> because you have incompetent directors, or you have a, you know, a DP who doesn't Personal know how to budget. properly shoot a fight. So apparently, it is. Uh, so I do have an unpopular opinion with this movie. Oh, uh, I am looking you know after watching it again and then going back and only watching the fights uh, i wasn't crazy about how they decided to uh, stage some of the fights and when i mean that i mean that eco is almost never fighting more than like two people at the same time considering that in this in this world they should be bum rushing him people should just be outnumbering him because it's a building filled with you know bad guys that's literally what this is they did it right where he's only usually fighting one or two guys at the same time but you never see people waiting in the background yep. they intent they intentionally choreographed it like that but the problem for me is as i'm watching it i'm seeing eco fights this guy takes him out now the next guy comes in and then kind of rinse and repeat and that took me out of it a little bit not so much because i'm still invested in him surviving as a character and and the overall story but if i just watch the fights on its own i'm noticing that like oh hey now he turns a corner oh surprise there's this guy actually just waiting there for him right 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, you know, it's true, but I don't find it distracting. Yeah, I, I do notice it. Like, okay, well, that guy's just kind of uh, in the background, just waiting his turn. But they kind of uh, they kind of get away with it. And even in Marantau too, where um, the person who's waiting in the background isn't just waiting; they're still reeling from the pain from the last time they got hit. Mm-hmm. Um, which you well, the- I would say that. Uh, in this movie, you don't have so much of that because he usually kills the person he's fighting and then he moves on to the next one. But because the next person was off screen, then they enter once he turns around. Like for for me, like I can see those things, um, but they they frame it well so that mm-hmm. you once he's done with the one person, they, he just goes on to the next person. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. You know, like because you know when you see extras just waiting their turn like the buddies on power rangers right. yeah it, it kind of takes you out of the movie but when you don't mm-hmm. see them you can kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit but i will say in this hallway sequence uh both this part and then the next part we're gonna get into um mm-hmm. it i think it's more excusable because it's more narrow so no matter how many people there can possibly be i mean there's only so many pe- people there's so many uh there's only so much room for that many people to bum rush one individual. And they kind of addressed this in the second Raid movie, if you if you remember that, when he goes in the bathroom stall and just a whole <laughs> bunch of people just like rush him at the same time. They try right, to get in. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. I I I I totally get it. Just a minor nitpick of mine. That's yeah. all. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, I don't have that much nitpick of this movie, uh, so uh, I'll, I'm going to be the positive one. My only minutes. nitpick is that uh, make, makes <laughs> but, me uh, oh, well. troopers. <laughs> you mean the giant bugs? Yeah, no, just the, like the... What? It's not a nitpick, what, what it's just mean? like a weird um, comparison. Uh, the uniforms and just like everybody's attitude and wow, the whole so. progression of events, it's just like... First, they're all competent. Look at us. We're cool. We're doing so good. And then all of a sudden, when shit hits the fan, everybody starts freaking out. It's like, oh, my God, bugs. But in reality, it's just like, I'm getting stabbed in the face. Oh, my God. Um, You know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I had no idea where you were going with that. But then I actually completely agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that's kind of how Starship Troopers was. Yeah, they were all gung ho. But then when they land, they get their shit fucked up like right away. And then they're all kind of. And it's even worse because like the uniforms that they're wearing are like fucking almost identical. And it's crazy. Just like it keeps on reminding me of that. And I just keep I can't (laughs) help it. And it oh, oh, also it reminds me of um. So I Judge Dredd, the the remake, um, came out in what was it, twenty twelve? Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of people. Com- yeah, made the I bet. Yeah, that. totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's a good that's a really good comparison. Yeah. Yeah, when Judge Dredd came out, a lot of people were just saying like, "Oh, this is the raid." Yeah, they just basically. did the raid. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, that movie also has drugs. It also has you know low lives in one building <laughs> you know they're all trapped inside you know almost the same exact plot it, the, the story is that movie's pretty rip-off. much the same i, I enjoy yeah. dread it it does it you know it does it its own way uh, yeah. but i can understand why yeah. people and it's person. only one year apart in uh release so like it kind of makes sense why they would like take something like that especially with such big success oh 
I thought you were talking about for a second. I thought you were talking about the Sylvester Stallone version. I was like, I don't no, know. I know. Does that movie also has <laughs> Rob Schneider. What? <laughs> I am the law. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> uh, the the second half of the hallway fight. Um, well, like like we get a little sequence, uh, you know, like story wise uh, in between, but then we get the second part where now. Uh, now, now there's more machete wielding people chasing after Eco inside the hallway, and he, he you know goes from one level to a level above, and it, well, it starts off with him being bum rushed by some dude like just like holding him by you know by the waist, and uh, Eco like starts elbowing him and he just shoves him over the side of a, a railing, and you just see his lifeless body just like just completely go cold as soon as like his back smashes against the the um, the railing the, the on the floor, floor below the, yeah um, yeah that's a such a funny shot <laughs> <laughs> I, I know they're trying to make it seem like uh, make it look uh, as like as grotesque as possible but it's just the way that he lands that looks very cartoony well you know it's funny uh, in the making of they said they were kind of going for a dark humor with it and oh yeah yeah, and it's weird because whenever these kind of big moments happen where somebody gets killed brutally, there is a, a laughter that elicited from me a few times, especially in this moment where the guy's body literally cracks, like his body cracks in half because his spine lands mm -hmm. on the edge of this uh, platform. You yeah. kind of, you're just like, ah! <laughs> yeah, when he lands, he doesn't. there's no like, you would think he would like bounce a little bit, but nope, he nope. just lands and he just like stay. He's like a he's like putty. You just throw it on the floor. You just like yeah, well, and he just molds to the shape of the the railing, mm -hmm. and he goes lifeless, lifeless instantly. Okay, uh, yeah, and we 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 get a very uh, elaborate sequence of uh, you know, like going on up um, here too. But I did forget in the last fight scene, I wanted to mention, you know. He did. He did take out a guy by just grabbing his head and just keep on smashing his head against the wall. Yeah, which I think that, was like that is a funny moment, uh, and they do show it in the trailer too. So, oh, they did. Oh, I never saw yeah, the trailer. Yeah, I remember then. that. Yeah. Um, but here we we get my favorite kill of the movie, which is very impractical if you think about it. Um, it's when uh, Eco smashes a guy through a. Um, through the door and then you know the, the door frame for some reason is still there the base of the door frame the door itself is still there in place but it's like jaggedy because it's like wait, wait, you, you, right right no no i know what you're saying like the, bo the, the bottom of the door frame has become like teeth yeah oh yeah like exactly it, it's like yeah. sharp edges on the because floor. they bust they busted through it yeah yeah but so Eco is, uh, you know, blocking some moves, and he he grabs a guy by the the collar, and he he does some sort of how do you explain this? He splays himself out, and well, he jumps backwards, guys. pulling the guy forwards, yep, and then pulling the guy onto that jagged uh, door edge, neck first into neck the neck first, yep. Very impractical, a lot of precision. But hey, it's a cool kill. Yeah, it's a cool <laughs> it's kill. Every, I remember kill. watching this in the theater and everyone was just like, oh. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, great. I, I, I suspend all my stupidity points out the window. I just throw it all out the window. It's like it's not even mm. worth it to, to, to nitpick it. 
but it's it's because it's just it's 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 entertaining that so like yeah you can't really be mad at it because you you want that you know you want those big kills to denote okay that the fight has now ended right Mm -hmm. yeah for sure for sure uh, but that's that's my that that's the highlight of this fight scene, or, or, or um, well, the first the first part of it, the first part of it, or even the second part of it. But uh, I'm just saying, you know, like that. Even though that's uh, what I want to point out, th- there's a lot of things that Gareth Evans or the, the DP are, are trying to do um, with <clears throat> um, uh, with uh, with the film in terms of like cinematography that. Um, you know, I or give it a lot of props for. So, like, we get a lot of overhead shots. You know, sometimes, you know, like I mentioned before about them passing the camera through the floor. Uh, mm-hmm. But here, like, you'll they'll Eco will be running, but you'll you'll see a sudden cut to an overhead shot of Eco like um, ex- exchanging blows with two people who are pincering him in between two um, two sides. You know. Yeah, that's um, a great that's a great shot. I like that one a lot. Yeah, it's really short, but it's like they didn't need to do that at all. But it adds a lot to the film. For, well, it, it's crazy because that, sh- I mean, if you think about it, that shot's really great because they completely fill up the frame, making it feel so cramped. Yep. And yeah, you're, they're, they're just visually showing you that he is in this fucking tense situation sandwiched between those two guys fighting yep. for his life. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. I, I will say, though, like the way that, he takes on the last machete wielding dude. I know he's like some sort of boss character or mini boss guy. Yeah, I would um, say he's like a mini boss. Yeah, that one didn't really impress me too much. There's really not much I, I would say about that. Yeah, that one was just okay. So basically, what happens is like the second part of the hallway fight then goes into one of these like apartment rooms, mm-hmm. and it's now eco versus this one guy after taking out like the other guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i like that the guy basically threw eco over his shoulder in mm-hmm. one of the moves and yeah it's great because that's you can see it's him you can see that he was taking that fall and that looked really painful yeah. literally literally throwing him over his shoulder yeah i, I think he like he flipped him all, like yeah, he, like you can see eco land like uh belly first into the floor yeah, right in front of the camera. It's yeah, cool. right in front of the camera. Uh, I, you know, I like that the movie has a sense of gritty realism to it. I mean, that's the whole point of the violence. But uh, every once in a while, the movie does remind me, oh, it's a movie. <laughs> so the way that Eco takes him out, uh, takes this guy out, is by ramming him through a window. Oh, and then they fall down. They both to the fall net, down. Like- like three or four stories onto the balcony and to the yeah to a fire escape and yeah. eco tries to re- recollect himself but then like you see like a whole bunch of bullets flying at him but mm-hmm. they all they all just coincidentally just miss him they all yep. end up hitting the railing for some reason which causes him to jump through the window <laughs> and stand in front of the window to catch his breath yep <laughs> the problem here is we saw earlier a man stood in front of a similar window and he got shot up. Yep. Now, I, I hate I hate nitpicking like this, but the whole time I was like, dude, why is he not getting shot up? Like, why didn't he just like fall to his knees to avoid yeah. the gunfire? Uh, yeah, like that that was one of the things that took me out of it a little bit because then I started complaining at the screen. Yeah, yeah. I was if like, anything, duck. I was like, yes, duck, man. Yes. They're going to shoot you. But they, yeah, they like, didn't. Drop and roll. Pretend to fire. <laughs> right. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, no, this doesn't take any points away from the movie. It just, but it does make me question the logic of it sometimes. You know, like, oh, well, he could just he could catch his breath on the floor, crawl mm-hmm. away, man, crawl away. Uh, you know, I so I remember watching this film with a friend, another Polish friend from high school, what? Mark. Okay, not you. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's not even paying attention. So, <laughs> no, um, I was watching this film with another friend in um, in the theaters uh, when it came out, and this next scene had like an emotional weight for the my friend who was watching at the time. Uh, because this is the fight between Joe Taslim, I don't know how to pronounce that, sorry, um, and Yayan, Yayan, sorry, God, I can't pronounce either name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a great fight. It is a great fight. It is a very emotionally charged fight. Oh yeah, is... yeah. Well, they they did it. I I mean, this kind of happens a lot in other films. It's like, hey, this character is given a lot of dialogue. I wonder what's going to happen to him next. Yeah. Right. Well, he's he's okay. So we haven't talked. We barely, basically, didn't talk about any characters yet, uh, you know, mm-hmm. per se. But the ones you really want to focus on are uh, uh, from, from like good guys. Good guys' point of view is Eco obviously but we also have joe taslim um who plays uh i forget his name jaka jaka mm-hmm. yeah he is like he's well, like it's weird rank above him. if if you didn't know who eco wise was in terms of his celebrity you would think that joe taslim is the star of this movie he's the lead almost almost well i mean yeah because he, he's a well, point okay okay so yeah they the movie does start off with eco's story in the beginning but like yeah. joe taslim's character is technically the leader of this of this SWAT team mm-hmm. so you know like he's you know he's kind of the lead yeah in, yeah in a sense and so when this scene happens like it's it it is kind of emotional because of what ultimately ends up happening yeah i don't know should we spoil it yeah well whatever it, it doesn't matter like just just watch it and you'll know there, there's a lot of tension that this this scene builds up because uh yayan plays mad dog who ends up uh, fighting uh, Jaka in this particular scene. And even though Jack, uh, even though Yayan is shorter, he, he's a smaller frame, he is clearly a better martial artist yeah. than, than, uh, than, um, than Joe is. Oh, man. And, that, yeah. I, that, that was one, something I wanted to touch on. Man, uh, Yayan mm-hmm. is short. They don't try to frame him like he's big or he's tall or he has an imposing presence. They actually do the opposite of that. They o- they always have the camera over Joe Taslim's shoulder, and it makes Yayan look really small on the screen. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of throws you off when he starts fighting, and you begin to realize, like, oh man, this guy is he like Joe is outmatched. Yeah, for sure. Well, you didn't really get any scenes. But besides that one that we talked about much earlier where he didn't really do like too much extensive choreography, uh, Joe didn't isn't really known in this movie to be the martial artist. So it, it is impressive that he held his own in this film, uh, you know, like in this one particular fight scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you still want him to, you know, uh, kick ass, uh, but only only be, you're only basing that assumption because like you're emotionally attached to the character, right? I would think that you would assume he's the leader because he has some sort of skills, right? Yeah, some military so, training. Uh, 
Yeah, exactly. So that's why I never thought like he couldn't fight him, but then it's just surprising, you know, how it, how it all turns out. (laughs) Oh, random, random piece of trivia. So a lot of the, apparently some of the, um, the, the cast and crew, uh, the ones who were actually uh, trained to, um, um, uh, be inside well they're, they're casted to be inside the police uniforms they actually have to do police training uh yep. you know just to make sure that you know they, they get all their hand signals and whatnot you know correct um so yeah like it, it adds a lot of validity to the movie uh, which i like i like anything that kind of oh yeah they I, I was watching they were they went through boot camp together you know i mean a lot of movies do that so that they try to be as um you know accurate as possible yeah. but yayan uh, apparently actually did work for like some sort of indonesian equivalent of the secret service in real uh, life that's crazy yeah <laughs> so it's great that he was a uh, action choreographer for this because it, it definitely pays off um but yeah uh if we're gonna talk about anyone who's in, incredibly intimidating and incredibly uh, impressive on screen. Yayan definitely shows that off like twofold, like tenfold maybe. Uh, he does this one move in this movie that I think I want to try this one day if I ever do sparring and I, I want to like just try it. Um, it's probably very impractical, but what happens is uh, Joe has him in some sort of uh, behind the back. Um, like a headlock kind of thing, or he like he basically like ha- like he he grips his shoulders so he can't move his arms. So what mm-hmm. uh, what um, what Yayan does is he grabs Joe's head from be- from behind and he swings both of his knees up to his face. Oh yeah yeah, I I think I know what you're talking about. That is great. <laughs> I, will, I I don't I don't know how practical that is, but. The fact I that I think you have to be extremely, extremely uh, flexible to do that. Maybe and nimble, but yeah, very nimble. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he immediately follows that up with a wall flip. I didn't even know there were flips in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the yeah. one thing I really liked about this scene is um, you can see that, uh, like we always mention, like how how did the person win the fight? Mm-hmm. And it's very clear here that uh, while Joe is you know kind of holding his own for a bit his moves are like are pretty sluggish like it it doesn't even look like he's doing choreography so much he's he's on the defensive a lot because uh yayan is just using salat to like really literally almost like run circles around him yeah 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 no that's true that's true um well we got a we got a really good like establishment that um uh, Joe is trying to use his his size to his advantage, right? So he's picking the guy up as easily as he can. You know, yes, he's, yes. he's swinging him across the room, but that doesn't matter because when it comes to f- uh, sheer skill, Yayan has upper uh, upper hand here, and, and also speed. Like he he can't hold uh, a candle to his speed. And um, yeah, so don't know if we want to spoil it, but you know you can clearly tell who's gonna win and. Uh, Man, the, the the amount of tension that the movie builds to get to that point—it's almost like a cat playing with his his uh, his meal. It's like he's like torturing him. Right, right. Well, he they do establish that Yayan likes to fight and that he's you know he's kind of a killer. So like you can kind of tell where where it's all going. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. 
and yeah. you, you you just kind of feel bad because you're like oh man it's like not even fair anymore yeah <laughs> <laughs> the the amount of time it takes for the finishing blow to happen it, it's kind of like agonizing you're like oh, uh, okay you kind of want him to escape but you know that's not gonna happen I- exactly yeah yeah um great fight absolutely great fight we're I'm, I'm glossing over a lot here but there's there's just a little bit too much to to get into i just say i think it's like it's such an emotionally charged scene that uh you need to watch this one in con within context like for sure yeah i agree with that yeah so uh that's uh as far as i can go when it comes to like uh like getting really into the weaves and being like, yeah, this like every every side scene has been amazing. Uh, after this point, it starts to go like the bar has been set so high that the other two fight scenes aren't as high for me. And I know that's very uh, the you know controversial because a lot of people like the final fight scene, but I'll explain why I'm not a hundred percent on board with that last fight scene a little later. But this next sure. particular fight scene. I'm not too crazy about. Uh, it's when um, Eco is storming this one room with a whole bunch of people. Uh, oh, it's the, dealing with the, the, dr- narcotics. the drug lab. Yeah, the drug lab. You know, the, mm-hmm. whatever they're they're dealing right there. Um, I'm I'm assuming this is PCP because uh, uh, I I have no idea what that is. Mark, you know your recreational drugs, right? It's white powder, so I'm just going to assume cocaine. <laughs> uh yeah well um well, well i want to get back to this point later because i think it's it's important to establish like what kind of drug this is <laughs> or if that they're using drugs at all because um but anyways so this particular scene it's like organized chaos mm. or or it, it's just a lot of things happening nothing that's like really um like what what super noteworthy that i, I need to like point out but it, it's just Eco's taking on people one by one um, who are approaching him like on top of the table, off the table. Nothing like it, it doesn't have that trademark violence until like much, much, much later in the fight scene. Um, mm-hmm. And that's like that's why I got accustomed <clears throat> to in this this movie. So, right. Not- well, if you look back and watch this fight, um, you'll notice there's actually a lot more choreography going on. Yeah. Like, uh, not, not as much, I mean, I mean, there's, they still are doing like the killing blows, but you'll actually get a lot of hand to hand stuff for a decent amount of time before somebody like hits somebody and like, maybe they smack their head, like at the end of the table or mm-hmm. they, or they do a throw and they, they like, you know, break their spine. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there aren't as many killing moves in, in this scene, but, um, I don't know. I, I kind of like this because, I liked seeing a little more choreography from everyone. Mm. Um, they, and it's the one thing that's a shame in the scene is there is, uh, there's like a third fighter. who You have no idea who this person really is. Mm-hmm. So you get the old man, right? The old yep. man with the white hair. Visually, you know him because he's got the white hair, yep. but there's this second guy there. And the whole time I'm like, I don't know who you are. But he's he's a pretty decent fighter. I think they said he had like a Taekwondo background, so they mm-hmm. they um, uh, they develop his choreography around that. So you can see like a lot of where a lot of his stuff uh, has a lot of kicks in it mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the the thing that sucks is he's there, but I 
I have no idea who he is. So it's like, uh, you know, who is this person? Why are you rooting for him? And it that you know that can take you out of it. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. Well, he he's the survivor. <laughs> he's the surviving cop. That's yeah, but I he like had no lines. You know, we never got any sense of his character. So that that's why it's a shame because. You know, like we know Eco, we know his story. Like I feel like we didn't get anything for him. Mm, yeah, that's true. That, that like, so, true. like this is the first time I'm recognizing him, and it's because I have to go back and rewatch the fights. You know? <laughs> so, so when you go back, I'm like, all right, well, who is that guy? The point of this character is to assist the sergeant and then be a sacrificial lamb at the very last pretty, second. That's it. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the whole point of this character. Uh, but well, this the point of this fight scene is to establish that Eco can take on multiple people at once. And to your point before, where you know you mostly see Eco take on two people at a time. Here, it's like there really shouldn't be any reason why Eco isn't getting like just completely stocked, like piled on by people. Exactly, they're all in the room. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, there I'm, are. A- a lot of people in this room yeah and you and you, there are times you can see them in the background too i'm like what are you guys doing <laughs> stop packaging the drugs and help your buddies out yeah this this set piece uh i'm not i'm not all, all like too crazy about uh if i if i rewatch this film like oh yeah sure I'll, I'll i'll watch it but then i'm not like rooting for to watch this one particular fight scene again you know there's clearly better ones Right. This is one of the fight scenes that feels a little bit like a filler fight. Mm-hmm. Like they they are going from point A to point B and yep. in between they have to add something, you know, they just have another fight to yeah. throw in there. Yeah. Like uh, in terms of story-wise, like this is inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they said something like, "Oh, we need to destroy the drug lab," then sure. You know, like I would have been okay with this, but it <laughs> they just happen to stumble upon this drug lab and now they're just fighting and now they're smashing people's faces into the pcp (laughs) right well that might power them up i don't know (laughs) i think that's how pcp works right uh, yeah i'm surprised it didn't power them up um oh man so uh the next fight scene is what i really want to talk about and this is technically the last one this is the last one the last fight scene um I I think I lied. I don't even know if I actually definitively said I have no nitpicks with the movie. This is the only nitpick I don't like about the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. The last fight scene is not as great as I remember it to be. Or and and anyone who says that this this fight this final fight scene is the best one of the film, uh, I think that's that's definitely not my taste. And it's only ruined by one thing. It is a two on one fight where the handicap is in favor of the protagonist. And I Yeah. I that don't usually like that. never happens. <laughs> I don't like well, that. Well, okay, no no, actually that's not true. Um that does actually happen a bunch. But I don't like when that happens is is kind of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. It's basically Eko and his brother <laughs> versus uh Yayan. Yeah. Oh, his brother's in the movie. So <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and well so you know you know what they were trying to do and i and i realized this after rewatching it Mm -hmm. is i think they were trying to balance out that handicap of the two by one Uh by having yayan literally 
pounding on his brother, like like punching him in the in the sides and in the stomach and stuff. Yeah, like he was a piece of meat, like because because he literally had him hung up on some chains. Yeah, well, okay, he also had his hand stabbed through, and I guess you can give the excuse that um, what's his face has been. Um uh that eco has been like battered and and fighting his way through hell this entire movie sure but i gotta say it's very unsatisfying when the main characters win because it doesn't feel earned it's like they kind of they kind of tag like tag team against this one guy Mm -hmm. so well well sorry i was just gonna say that I think what they did is they set up how much of a threat he was when Yayan fights Joe. Mm-hmm. So now maybe what they're trying to say is like, okay, maybe Eco couldn't take him on by himself, so he has to have the assist from his brother. I don't like that. Yeah, this. I mean, this is me making <laughs> you know connecting the dots in my head. Sure. Um, but I, I, I'm I'm in agreement with you where uh, I wasn't crazy about this fight. I like a lot of the choreography. But I think in terms of the story, uh, I don't buy, or not, not that I don't buy, like, I don't like that they made it a two-on-one. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of undercuts how uh, skilled of a martial artist the main character is when you make it make it that he has to win with needing assistance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe if his brother came in, like, later, like, he eventually was able to get out of the chains yeah. and then uh, provide the assist for, like, the finishing blow. But the fact that Yayan's like, wait, wait, let me stand in between you two so we can get good shot composition, and now let's fight. It's like, how, how, do, how do you not win against that? Yeah, where's the camera? Okay, I need a pose for the camera. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, so the whole drug question I asked before is, like... It, I guess you can give the excuse that because the villain is high on PCP, if it is PCP, apparently, uh, through my cop friends, yeah. uh, PCP <laughs> makes you like invulnerable. And that's not exaggeration. Like it. it yeah, no, I, I I hear that a lot too. Yeah, but at the same time, like uh, cinematically, I, I don't like it that you know a two-on-one fight, they're still getting their asses handed to them. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so basically, in terms of the story, mm-hmm. I'm not cra- I'm not crazy about how they set up the fight. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and rewatch it by itself, I do like the choreography a right. lot. Mm-hmm. I think they did a decent job at at making it so that they try to gang up mm-hmm. on Yayan's character, but he really is just so skilled because he's able to kind of separate them enough so that they 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 both can't attack him at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just, yeah, he's just too fast, he's too skilled. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I guess this is me like taking enough sparring and stuff to to like get kind of nitpicked again. Um but there's a moment where uh they're all on the floor, either you know through just like through exchange of blows like they're all like on the floor uh simultaneously. So uh Eko mm-hmm. Eko's uh, brother grabs uh, Yayan by like the collar of his shirt, or like mm-hmm. he just like he basically just like puts his body on top of him, but like he ha- he doesn't have any sort of good hold over him, and Eko grabs him by the sleeve of his pants, and I'm thinking like that that's not gonna do anything. Like you gotta like grab his legs. Like, well, mm-hmm. If you grab his pants, he's just gonna slither around and kick you in the face, and that's exactly what he did. <laughs> that's exactly what he did. <laughs> 
Well, you know, when you're in the heat of a fight, you know, you're probably not making the most yeah. intelligent decisions, <laughs> but that's what you get. You get kicked in the face. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, okay, yeah. We, we, we do have a lot of good uh, fight choreography here. Um, you know, like, we... I, I'm pretty sure that they padded the floor, you know, like with, um, you know, uh, uh, I, I, don't, I didn't see any of the behind the scenes or anything like that. But like the a lot of the throws, the ground that you see in this movie, they're they are look very. Yeah. Like, yeah. They there's visceral. a moment where they literally like kind of pick up Yayan and kind of toss him on the ground and he just lands like face first, hands first. Yep. And you're just like, ugh. <laughs> it's hap- it actually happens a lot to him. Yeah. in this scene and it doesn't look like it's padded unless i mean it is painted mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they might have painted just did a good job painting yeah, yeah but um mm-hmm. uh it it looks like it's just like some random concrete room yeah yeah well uh what they say in at least in, like in hollywood productions is you know they 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 paint they have like some sort of material that they put um you know some tarp over it um but it's it's technically soft right but looking mm-hmm, at this movie okay. i can't tell the yeah the movie has a like color grade of navy blue and black those are the yeah. two colors just in like this movie gray yeah grays and then the dirty dirty browns in the hallway yeah you can't make out i, I like it's yeah like, there's a good contrast but at the same time like i can't make out the contours of the floor when they're slamming on it mm-hmm. yeah, so i mean like, it's it's good production design too though like you know this 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 is an indonesian production mm-hmm. They don't have the budgets that we do, so like with what they did, it, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I I can see when it's a set, obviously, yeah. but to make it all come together and feel like this one building, I thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. This this final, yeah, this final scene, um, it, it's it's essentially like how can the the main two characters uh, triumph over this one uh, drugged up. Uh, <laughs> maniac and uh, it's it's just like a free-for-all essentially right so um mm-hmm. and but i never really got the sense that you know they you know they wouldn't win just because there's two I, of them <laughs> yeah I can't, I can't. they i mean they're the they're the heroes they're gonna win yeah. maybe if one of them died yeah. that would have been like a little more satisfying like a you know Quan Jin and obi-wan thing Versus Darth sure. Maul. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, okay, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I would, I, I would have liked that a lot better if one of them died. But yeah, they just, they eventually, finally are able to just, you know, incapacitate him. And one of, so one of the things I liked about this, about the fights in this movie, mm-hmm. and and even this goes back to the fight with Yayan and Joe, is that everyone actually does get tired towards the end of the fight. Like you can see. <laughs> people kind of getting fatigued because yeah. there's a lot of choreography going on mm-hmm. in, in and especially in this fight the way they do it is smart because it does turn into them kind of rolling around on the ground and they're just really struggling throwing these kind of wild hits because they're just yeah, they're literally just trying to kill this guy now right. they, they they skip cardio day they should they yep. shouldn't do that <laughs> uh but yeah no, it, it, it's that's what i was saying before about the whole like uh uh, fantastical realism kind of thing or like movie realism thing like yeah sure it's still a movie but like they're still trying 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 to ground some of the violence in in reality so you know mm-hmm. that's what's gonna happen when you fight uh the entire time like the entire night you're, you're gonna be winded by the end of it 
Um, yeah, but I, I I appreciate that they kind of threw that in. Like you don't see that too much mm-hmm. where the f- the fighters get fatigued by the end. Like that's not. I feel like that's something that movie magic tries to hide, in a way. Right. You know, they're going for that gritty realism too. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and and the way that uh, the Mad Dog Yayan gets taken out. <laughs> Uh, people were cheering on in my movie theater. Uh, they're cheering, but also like I think they're they're like applying the screen because they there it was like a morbid laughter. They're like anxious <laughs> enough laughter because it's so gro- like grotesque. It's just a, like what is it like a light bulb to the neck? Yeah. So basically, what happens is they they kick one of the fluorescent lights mm-hmm. out from the you know from the Ceiling. fixture above them. Mm-hmm. And they they stab him in the neck with it, which is cool, but doesn't fucking kill him. <laughs> no, and geez. that that that's when I my eyes just rolled out of my head. I was like, ah, oh, come on, man, yeah, come on. But it's not okay. So this is the part where I'm confused. So uh, that the, the initial stab doesn't kill him, but and so eco like gets him into a certain uh, body position so now he can grab his grab that bulb and then slice it across his his throat but mm. i'm i'm wondering like how deep was that bulb like that shard of glass into his neck it doesn't look that deep it doesn't yeah it doesn't look that deep yeah it it doesn't it doesn't work you just kind of have to buy it because you know movie magic hey on whatever. screen it looks great it's a great death it's it's fucking fantastic it, it's a great death but the problem is he should have been killed with the first stab <laughs> yeah. the fact the fact that he wasn't i i was like oh come on guys come on yeah in watching it again on my screen uh i i didn't see any blood coming out the other end of the 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 uh the glass when you know once he got stabbed but I remember, remember watching in the theater, and I remember he was like rolling around, like in pain. He was like, "Ah, I got stabbed in the fucking neck." And no, he, he gets up and he's just like, "Ah, yeah, yeah, I'm still alive." Yeah, he's still doing that. But then, as he's fighting, what the fucking thing stuck in his neck? You still see blood spurting out of it. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I, it is. It is. It, it okay. really maybe, is. Maybe my yeah. TV sucks, but I remember watching. No, no, the blood theaters. is squirting out of it. It's it's very very silly. <laughs> um, and the fact that he is continuing to fight with it, and then and he's still almost beating them. Yeah. It, it's only until they finally like gang up on him and then slit his throat with it that it's over. <laughs> I remember in the theater. I was. I said to my friend, I was like, if he fucking gets up, <laughs> like I'm gonna, like I'm just gonna, like lose it. <laughs> Stay dead. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's like a horror movie kind of kill. That, that's how much I love it. It reminds me of like Kevin Bacon when he gets stabbed in the, in the through the neck. <laughs> oh, and yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, right. yeah. Um. Damn, that that's uh, it's a great way to get the end and the um, the final fight of the movie. It still feels kind of unearned, but whatever. And um, it's surprisingly enough, I you know, as even though we're ending the raid uh, in terms of the discussion, it leads the way that this movie ends leads directly into the raid two, uh, which yeah. I would love to talk about one day because 
it's one of those few instances where I like the sequel more than the original, but I still mm-hmm. love the original. Yeah, yeah, it's like Alien to Aliens. Like yeah. this, the sequel is, is very, very good, but the original is still very, very good too. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I agree. Yeah, but I'm gonna stop there when it comes to. Uh, and we're gonna talk about the raid too, because I, I can tell talk about that for yeah, two hours. Yeah, save, save it for that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, so that's the raid. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking amazing movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I was very surprised because, as I mentioned earlier, I I I just thought it was okay when I first watched it, but I wasn't. I guess I wasn't. You know, I wasn't reviewing films or or anything like that or looking at the the fights with a critical eye like i do now so after rewatching it, i was like wow i was you know i was pleasantly surprised it was like i couldn't appreciate it when i was younger because i just didn't have that sort of mentality for it mm-hmm. but watching it now i was like oh this is this is good yeah it's good yeah yeah it's been what nine years since this movie came out i unfortunately uh unfortunately gareth evans hasn't announced if he wants to do a third raid movie which i would i mean assuming that we ever get out of this fucking quarantine uh, uh <laughs> and indonesia gets out of this quarantine i would love to see them try try for a third one um because it's it's a shame because yeah the second one it doesn't really feel like an ending it feels like a kind of a cliffhanger yeah. So the fact that nothing has come or been said of it is very, very disappointing. Yeah. As a fan, as a fan, it's disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Eco, no more Wu assassins. <laughs> no oh, more. God, please no. I, I, I will be upset if that gets greenlit for a second season. <laughs> I thought it did. Because did it? Oh, fuck no. Uh, right. So I, I don't. I, I can't. I can't even say any more about like if i recommend it or not like it's so obvious i would i don't think you need to i mean yeah you could totally watch the fight scenes alone assuming that youtube would even allow you to because the movie's so violent they probably wouldn't even have it on youtube pretty sure it's on there. Uh, well if it is you could do that but i highly recommend watching the movie not just the fight scenes it's not right i mean yeah the movie's so simple in terms of plot but it's it just you're in it for the ride. You feel like you're with the characters. When you take that element out of it, you're not experiencing it the way that you should be. You know, I yeah no, I completely agree. I was going to say my recommendation was don't watch the fights online. I mean, they're good. There is a lot of really good choreography, but the fact that it is actually they're actually pretty well integrated into the story. So you care about the characters. You 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 know you feel the pacing and you feel the tension when the fights happen uh, you're kind of losing something so i would recommend the movie yes to watch and you know like re-watch the fights after watching the movie yeah, yeah. Uh, mark what is, what is your thought yeah no i'm getting so much lag you would <laughs> not believe <laughs> i i've just decided to like shut my mouth forever because <laughs> if this would have been like a half an hour longer if i try to speak for most of it but um oh, uh, recommendations right, you, we, that we need to get you, you the fios <laughs> what <laughs> what are your thoughts what are your thoughts what are your oh, thoughts yeah thoughts um um great movie unique style hello uh, huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just fucking with you now. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Um, yeah, no, great movie, yeah. fantastic, very much a recommend. Uh, unique style, <laughs> unique approach. Um, not only in story, but filming style, martial arts, close quarters, um, combat within very narrow, tight spaces. Uh-huh. Um interesting kind of scene progression throughout uh a lot of current um tv shows and films take a lot of examples from the raid um and incorporate it everything like i've mentioned before uh judge dread and then more modern stuff like uh daredevil on the netflix uh the netflix series um there's Mm -hmm. a lot of just similar kind of action and there's a really big appeal because you can see yourself getting into a fight in like a staircase with somebody it's very very real world uh very kind of organic and i definitely uh, see what the would you do in that situation that. if you had no you know weapons and all you had was your fists um i mean clearly you'd break a fucking yeah. halogen lamp and stab it into somebody's neck but um <laughs> We have LEDs now, so I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Won't nitpick green. too much. Green that way. Yeah, won't nitpick too much, but um, all right. Well, well yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely recommend it. We'll save your nitpicking for when you get better internet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Um, oh, here's a point I wanted to bring. I didn't bring up before, um, but I thought you would have actually. Mark mm. uh, was the music in this movie is so. Oh, intense. I was I, w- I was gonna bring that up actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh so the American uh, score was done by uh, Mike Shinoda yeah. and Joe Trapanese <laughs> or Trapanese. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Mike Shinoda of Lincoln Park fame. And uh, I love this score, actually. I, I went and got it afterwards because I forgot how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's very electronic, very driving. Yeah. Just it, per- perfect. It adds so much to every scene. Like, you can feel the tension and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think that's I think that's only for the U.S. release. I think for the initial... Yes, yes. I don't, I don't even... I don't know who worked on the original, unfortunately. Um, but if... uh, Some Indonesian um, artists. And, I, and I, I wish I could hear the original. I would like to hear what they did with mm-hmm. it. But... Um, yeah, like the American score is—it's perfect. It, it's really great. Yeah, so much tension to it. Um, oh my god, I, I can't praise this movie enough. It's so good, and uh, yeah, this is the movie I'll be watching for the rest of this quarantine to remind me that uh, <laughs> you know what it's like to be trapped in a building for. Well, hopefully you don't have to fight oh. your way out. <laughs> I mean. Huh. A little. I mean, depending on you know, like how, how much, how many toilet paper is left. A, l- a little grassroots <laughs> uh, project, a little movie in a Will's uh, complex, uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> oh, we should do a movie all remote. <laughs> Except we got to do it just like uh, one shot of the dead, just one continuous, uh, you know, Japanese style fucking shot. How's that gonna work? <laughs> Um, uh, we, no, thank you. No, I do. I have all the time in the world, but yeah. 
Yes. Watch the movie. The Raid is a very, very high recommend. Yes. And Gareth Evans, it's, if you're listening, Raid 3, get on it. Fucking. He was like, oh, I, I, did, I didn't know. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, Will. 